Welcome to Bandofla. My name is Febzi Hussein. I'm your host, and this is episode 58. Um, today, we are going to touch on cancer. Um, it affects many, many people. Many people listening to this podcast around the world uh, will know people that have come through um, that episode, the, the, the issue of cancer. Uh, and fortunately, medical science is moving on, um, but, you know, it is still a, a terribly traumatic um, period in anyone's life. And I'm delighted to be joined by a man called Sufi from Watford. Uh, Sufi, thank you for, for joining Bandofla, brother. Thank you very much, Fevzi, for having me. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to come on to Sufi's journey. Sufi's got um, some very powerful messages um, that he wants to share with viewers and listeners. But just before we, we go into that, I'm just going to give a couple of very big shouts out. Um, today uh, is Sunday the 16th of April, and this morning I was fortunate enough to join a brilliant charity called Street Kind UK, who were doing outreach with uh, homeless and vulnerable people in central London on the Strand. Uh, that was an amazing experience, and big up to big shout to Yelly's, um, yeah, Liz, you're doing some amazing work and I, I was very happy to be able to join you. And and there's many, many charities. Um, the one that as well, which I'm going to be giving more of a plug to is Our Forgotten Neighbours, who do brilliant outreach. You can often find them outside Finsbury Park in North London. So do check those two charities out in particular and um, do make a, a donation if you can. Right, on to the main act of the show uh, Sufi, we we touched base a few days ago, um, and I, you know, I follow you on social media. You're you're a very active guy, uh, and you went off the you went off the radar, mate. I was like, you know, and then all of a sudden, obviously, I, I saw you uh, a week or so ago, and you know, I was really quite taken aback in terms of what what you've been through, um, and. I'm delighted that you've come onto the podcast to talk about this because we need to we need to grow awareness around uh, cancer um, and you know people's journeys in terms of how they cope and what to expect. So, um, so what what's what was your diagnosis, uh, Sufi? And you know when did you find out? Uh, what were the symptoms? I, I'll leave it. I mean. I'm going to hand over to you to explain what you want to explain, brother. Thank you, Fevzi. Um, go back six years when it all began. Uh, I experienced headaches and tremors, and I didn't know what was going on initially. Um, and when I went to the doctors repeatedly, she actually like sent me for a CT scan. And when I went for the CT scan uh, in my local hospital, it was... I had a call the, a few days after, and basically they said I had a four centimeter tumor in uh, as part of my brain, um, and it was benign back then, um, and it was. I had surgery on it at UCLH in London, and uh, like a, a craniotomy, and it was removed, and I lost all my abilities to speak obviously i'm caught up with that now but um mm -hmm. 
and when when they took that out i went through a lot of pain a lot of hardship a lot of um how can i say a lot of sympathy from my family and i didn't quite understand my in myself what i was going through back then go forward six years and unfortunately it's returned again i had my diagnosis in back in november uh, actually the op scan was done in october because I, i used to go every six months for my scans mm -hmm. and it was diagnosed as malignant this time uh and just to fill you in uh, a little bit anytime you go for a scan uh it's in either you'll get a ct scan or you'll get an mri scan mm -hmm. and it will be uh they put a contrast into you which is like uh, a radioactive substance for want of a better word and it will flare up any cancer cells so that's what i had back in november and when i, I saw the consultant he he said to me look it's actually mutated from a grade two to a grade three tumor now um and obviously i was with family and and all this kind of stuff but like you just said fevzy you, you can't just help but think positive obviously every other every person is different but mm. I, i i like to keep a spirited side uh, as you know but it was like a, a setback for me as well mm. and just to just to fill you in the, i i've lost my driving license it's been revoked by the dvla really? uh, i've had all yeah exactly i've had all kinds of trouble going on and I'll, i'll lead on to the kind of benefits you can expect down the line mm. Yeah, I know but, you want um, to give a, a big shout out to Macmillan, and we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But for for viewers, I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, obviously you'll be able to see me and Sufi speaking. If you're listening on Spotify, um, you know, thank you again for for listening and tuning in. Uh, Sufi, you're a, a a postie by by trade. Um, mm -hmm. are, are you on? Were you drop? Were you a driver, or were you in a mail center? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually just started driving uh, five to six weeks uh, after struggling to get my license back from the DVLA on medical grounds. Mm -hmm. And finally, when I thought uh, I'd, I'd settled into my role, because um, I, I never used to have seizures, but unfortunately I do now. Uh, that's why I'm wearing this. Uh, for those of you who can't see it, it's a medical medical alert um, necklace and I, I actually came back from Luton and I sat in my car and the next thing I woke up in the back of an ambulance wow. and thank God uh, I didn't make it onto the motorway because it was seven o'clock in the morning peak time traffic and I just like basically it was uh, like a godsend that I didn't get out onto the motorway it was a uh, It was really scary, to Absolutely. be honest with you. Sophie, you touched on when you had the initial operation uh, a few years back, and you yeah. lost all your speech. How, how, how did you cope with, with having such a a fundamental way of the way you communicate with your loved ones um, being taken away from you? 
uh, they didn't quite understand, to be honest with you, Fevzi. It was, um, especially my parents, they they kind of thought that, why don't you speak to us anymore? It was like a really odd feeling for them. But I, I, I used to, like, when I was in hospital, I used to point at, um, uh, like, certain signs, or they gave me uh, a chart what I wanted and it took a good few months to get my speech back to be honest with you and I went through speech therapy and all kinds of things mm. to get that get get back to where I am now um so it is it, it was it, it was kind of uh one of the risk factors mm. uh, included in the craniotomy that it it could happen but yeah. I didn't expect it to happen Mm. And where are you now? You said that it's um, you've obviously sort of been you've been through a, a have you been through another operation or is, is yeah that... I have yeah yeah, yeah. I have uh, I was treated at the Cleveland Clinic uh, in London uh, near Regent's Park I think it is and afterwards I was sent back to the UCLH in Queen Square. For those of you who don't know, that's uh, like a neurological neurosurgery place. Big shout out to them for taking care of me. And um, it was, it, it, they're all like very caring there. Mm. And it's a special place in my heart because every time I go there, they they look after me no end. And they're really compassionate staff. And so I can't big them up enough. So yeah. And basically, they did it in the same place, uh, which is why I've got my hair short. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, and uh, and also you, I'm starting, starting to lose you. my hair. I oh, look, mate. Your your health is the, is what's paramount. <laughs> short yeah. hair suits you, you know. I mean, yeah, that's right. I'm you. wearing a hat. I've got no hair, you know. So in, right. in, in solidarity <laughs> with, with you. For those listening, I've just taken my hat off because I I want to show solidarity with Sufis. Up the boldies. <laughs> so, so where where is where's the situation at the moment, Sufi? You, well, at the, you started, at the uh, moment, radiotherapy, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm in the fourth week of my radiotherapy. Uh, I'm not going to say that everyone is on the same um, journey, but there's some people have more radiotherapy, some people have less radiotherapy. Um, where I go is Mount Vernon in Northwood, and they basically have uh, like set up a six-week uh, cycles of radiotherapy, which includes ten to fifteen minutes every day. Uh, and the only because it's so close to our home mm. in Watford, uh, we only have to. My wife takes me obviously because I can't drive anymore, yeah. and it, it's just fifteen minutes there and. Uh, 10 minutes back to the house but at the same time I've got another two weeks left and then I have uh, one month's break to give my body a chance to recover hmm. uh, and then I start on chemotherapy but whether it's going to be uh, by drip form or tablet form that's still to be determined by the consultants basically okay so I mean it's it's so important that we highlight these um, these stories especially in our communities because you know, in the Asian community, uh, you know, in our Turkish-speaking community, I think more and more people are are aware of cancer because so many people are touched by it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and but it's important that we 
we do speak about it because um that you know there's that there are there is treatment now and it's important that people remain positive um what what's um your employer has your employer been supportive um Sufi? yeah so far they have been but um just to fill you in on the picture from may uh may 9th i'm going to go down to half pay and in october uh I, I forget which day it is but october i'll get no pay at all right. so that's why i reached out to Macmillan. i don't know if you want to lead on to that now yes mate that's but, a perfect tip. okay that's fine thank you uh Macmillan have been untold amount of help they're always there for you uh especially for me and basically they like whenever you reach out to them they're very like forthcoming with their advice especially on the benefit side emotional side uh basically it, i wanted to ask them questions about uh what benefits i could get because the date is fast approaching for may mm. and i was very wor worried really it was uh because you could, anyone who earns like whatever they earn and come down to half pay uh isn't isn't really an ideal thing especially when you've got family around you and they rely on you yeah so what they said to me was uh you can claim for new style esa oh, but actually i reverse a little bit uh i contacted one of the gentlemen there uh and they said you can I'll go away, I'll work out which benefits you can get, and I'll get back to you. And within a day, they came back to me, and they said, right, you can claim for ES, new style ESA, you can claim for child support, you can claim for... Yeah. What's ESA, um, uh, Sufi? Uh, employment support allowance. Right, okay. So so that's that, and, and I can't remember what the... Oh, yeah, work capability assessment. Of course, uh, which includes all your like what you can do, what you can't do, yeah. uh, and they also said I can get a blue badge, which a lot of people aren't aware of. If you're a cancer sufferer or you've had seizures, you're entitled to a blue badge. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's quite important, especially where um, people are concerned about their appointments at hospitals, and there is help available mm. uh, for anyone who needs it. Okay. And you, you are. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get this right. Is it like a, a cancer ambassador, or you're you're on a kind of bit of a mission going into mosques to raise awareness as well? Do you want to tell us a little I bit about be. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be. Uh, there's a, a thing called uh, cancer listeners, uh, which kind of rides on the back of Samaritans, if you like, okay. where you can be a listener for certain people uh, within our community but obviously the muslim community uh, it's set up by the sfina trust uh, which is a local uh, charity and hope they're hoping to get um nationally mm -hmm. and basically i've been chosen as someone to go into mosques um I'm hoping they're going to stretch out a little bit to synagogues and churches mm. and all these kind of things but yeah. I think it's such a worthwhile thing to do to be able to reach out to people and 
basically break the stigma of of cancer really i know mm. you described it as the big c word but let's call it what it is it's, yeah. it's cancer end of the day uh now whether you have prostate cancer brain cancer lung cancer it shouldn't be stigmatized the way it is mm. so it's 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 one of the things that riding on the back of me being a listener for Samaritans as well, I, because I, I, I don't work for them anymore because of my health conditions, mm. I think it's really worthwhile uh, going into mosques and, like I said, in the future synagogues and churches and basically not putting a negative spin on it, but a positive spin on it, but also at the same time reaching out to people who want to come and see me while I'm there, yeah, or give them my number, uh, and I can explain to them exactly what's going on. Yeah, so I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you've heard our previous shows. We've we've had quite a few uh, link ups with uh, people of faith, um, and particularly with the Shackable Lane Mosque um, yeah, yeah. in Dalston. And I know that um, the chair of the the mosque there would would be delighted to to have you. So with if that gets up and running, or even brilliant, if you do brilliant. it in an informal capacity, mm-hmm. um, we we can help to facilitate that. Just reach uh, out to me any time you like, Fevzi. Yeah. Okay. So on the you touched about your employment and half pay, and, and that's all you know. It's the last thing you want to be worrying about when mm-hmm. you've you've got sort of uh, you know the issue of cancer to to deal with. Um, what I mean in terms of with my employment law hat on. I would also reach out to your employer and just ask if a reasonable adjustment can be made in line with the Equality Act on your pay. Um, mm. I'm not saying they will agree to it, especially in the current environment, <laughs> in raw mail, um, but it's certainly worth worth a try. Um, and if you if you want to talk to me outside of this, uh, that's yep. something uh, we, we could help you with. Okay. Um, How's your mental health been, Sufi? That's holding up. I have my up days. I have my down days. Uh, and my family pick up on my down days when they can, <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but they can read from my eyes or mm. uh, how I stay quiet. Because I'm, as you know, I'm, I'm quite a jokey person. Uh, it's not like me to be so quiet. And, uh, but just to rewind a little bit uh, as well, uh, I know you mentioned my workplace and uh, I d- just to uh, say to you that uh, I reached out to the reps basically and I'll give them credit. They also said to me, uh, they, they're not clear on what the rules and regulations are as mm. far as benefits go. And that's what made me reach out to Macmillan Trust in the first place uh, that you can get in touch. There's always someone there. No matter how hard you think it is, you can always reach out to someone and someone will have answers. Like I said, um, I work in Royal Mail at Hemel Hempstead at HCN. And basically there's quite high um, reps there as well, uh, yeah. including Colin Ince, including Chad. Uh, and I'd give them credit where credit's due. They did give me an honest opinion and said, "Look, we don't know what the what the situation is on that. Maybe mm. maybe reach out to someone." They they didn't make it quite clear who to reach out to, but yeah. I ended up 
because I had a few booklets from Macmillan Trust as well, I thought, let's give them a try. And it's the best decision I've ever made. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean that's a sign of a, a good rep. I mean, just for, for people listening or watching, we always plug trade unions on, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in a trade union, um, you really need to join one, especially under this awful government that we have with the conservatives um but yeah i mean the the, the union that that you're in is is the cwu the communication yeah. Workers union um and i think it's it's worth while sufi i mean once you know you come through this journey inshallah you know that we build you know maybe within the cwu that they can sort of get a bit of information on the basis of your your knowledge coming through what you've been through mm. in terms of signposting people um to go and get the support because they are going to need it aren't they yeah definitely i've reached out to chad who's our chair uh at, in the cwu for our branch south central uh postal and he he i have sent him over a draft of uh, hopefully, if the conference goes ahead, and I've, I've prepared a speech that highlights the Macmillan uh, Trust because yes. I've not heard it mentioned anywhere, mm. uh, and I think it's quite important just to just do do on um, a general conference to actually highlight the work they do, and like you said, any other groups mm. uh, to be signposted, like you said. Yeah, I I know that there's you know some some cancers and I I don't know I haven't done my research on this so apologies but I know that some cancers are particularly um, kind of uh, we see them in certain communities like prostate cancer for example mm. um, you know we're we're more likely to get um, prostate cancer than than our white counterparts uh, for yeah. example the ratios. And the ratio is coming down more and more. And, you know, before they used to say, you know, one in four people will will get cancer, one on prostate mm-hmm. cancer, one in one in eight, one in seven. And now they're saying that one in two of us at some stage in our lives mm-hmm. uh, will will be diagnosed with, with cancer. So I think it is so, so important to to talk about it more and more. Um, I mean, are there any any, any other messages you want to to share with listeners and, and viewers, Sufi? Uh, basically, uh, like you said, uh, cancer is looked upon as a, as a stigmatism, if that's the right word. My dad was also diagnosed with prostate cancer uh, a few years back. He's, he's quite elderly now, but I used to take him to hospital at the same place that I was getting treated, or I am getting treated, and... It, it basically highlighted the fact that it does exist in our communities um, and it does exist in black communities and Asian communities and it shouldn't be so stigmatized because the white counterparts, they're, uh, they're more forthcoming. So, so it, is, it is on the up, it is being recognized more and more. But there's still a bit, of, quite a bit of work to do. Well, hopefully, with with this um, podcast, it was, this will kind of go some way to 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 educating people and to um, to raise a little bit more awareness. I mean, if anyone, you, you know, to, 
what stage did you feel that something was wrong where you kind of thought I'm going to have to go in to get get this looked at? You know, it was it was basically that, like I said before, they used to call me in uh, every six months, but they'd missed it on the first occasion, and it was like shown up on the second occasion because uh, they did the scan in October, mm. and four weeks later on, they called me in again and said. Uh, look, this is what we found, like I said, with a contrast. And within weeks, I was, well, within a couple of weeks, I was treated at the Cleveland Clinic, like I said, and uh, it's state-of-the-art uh, like a clinic. And and they did my craniotomy again. And uh, I carry a big scar, as you can see, all the way across, but it's nothing to worry about, trust me. Well, it's, you know, it's... it's... You know, it, all we can say on Van Doffler, Sufi, is, you know, inshallah, you will, you know, I'm sure you will make a, a full recovery. Um, you're a, a huge person in your community, you know. I know you're, you've are you got a fantastic character and you're very well respected by your work colleagues. So um, anyone watching this who has got, um, you know, any questions, by all means, feel free to, Email the show. Uh, you can reach us on podcastbundoffler at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at underscore bundoffler and YouTube and uh, Spotify. Spotify Simply just search bundoffler and you will find us. Um, Sufi, just before you go, mate, what's the. Mm -hmm. um, you've, you've touched on Macmillan. Um, are there any other support groups that are worthy of mentioning? Um... It, it, it doesn't become apparent initially, but Samaritans, uh, 116123 is their number. Uh, people like Mind, people like uh, Paprius. There's all kinds of uh, things that you wouldn't expect to get support. I, I know everyone thinks that Samaritans is like for suicide people or people who want to end their lives, but they're mm. not. Uh, having worked for them, like I said, we we used to get all kinds of calls from all kinds of people, and especially Mind as well. They're, um, they're very helpful on these kind of things, and it doesn't need to be stigmatised, like I said. It doesn't need to be uh, kept under wraps. Okay. Well, that's really helpful, Sufi. Um, thank you for, for joining me on Bundofla to talk about this it's it's really really appreciated um we'll be going out uh on air hopefully within sort of the next 24 hours on uh, audio and video uh on youtube so you will be able to watch this on on catch up as well so um sufi thank you very much again for joining me on no, no. thank you very much for having me on yeah, we wish you um, all the best in in your in your journey. Um, remember, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are on at underscore Bandofla and on YouTube, search Bandofla on Spotify and YouTube.